Threesome Podcast. Black. Rent free, y'all, by Black. Threesome podcast. Oh, that's that dude that play that spelled Black with a six or something like yeah. that. Oh Lord. Yeah, six black. Yeah, he said he don't like that though. <laughs> he don't like what? He don't like the six lack. He is just black. <laughs> so why he put six lack if he don't like the six? Lack? That's you. Yeah, a lot of people say that. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? This is Severe. Host that uh threesome podcast. You already know. Rent free. Got my favorite co-host. We back. What's going on? Nothing much. You got Melanie G. Net over here. Yeah. No. And I am an endangered species. Uh oh. But I sing no victim song. <laughs> I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm an artist. And I know where my voice belongs. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Cheryl Lee Ralph. You better get your you better get your award. You know what? I'll be happy. I'll be so happy when us black people win enough awards that we no longer have to do this performance every time we get a we get an award. Girl, a child, yes. Oh my lord. They're gonna have to start giving us that whole graduation speech before a we get go to any award, you know. Like please y'all keep y'all comments short. Please don't sing no slave songs. (laughs) Thank your people and move on. But I'm, I'm going to let her have it because she is a Broadway theatrical actress. And she's been waiting a long time. Yes, because I like she, w- she was in Dreamgirls when I was a little kid and we have discussed how old I am. Who who we talking about? Cheryl Lee Ralph. Oh, okay. You didn't hear her sing the slave song? At the, it ain't no slave song. It's by Diane Reeves. It's called Endangered Species. Mm. Hear her sing the song when she won her Supporting Actress Emmy recently? No, I didn't hear it. Yeah, she sang. It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. She sang that song. And I said, you better go ahead, Shirley Ralph. Honey. Okay. And she looked fabulous. Fabulous. She did look fabulous. So youthful, so young looking. Mm-hmm. Doing his job. Mm-hmm. What did you just say? I said that melanin is oh. doing his job. I, thought I, heard you. <laughs> I said your name. <laughs> No, I said that melanin in, in, is doing its job. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is not cracking. When I looked at her at first, I was like, is that Jennifer Hudson? I was at the gym and I saw it briefly and I was like, oh, that's Shirley Ralph. Mm-hmm. Looking young. They're looking young. So congratulations to you on your supporting actress, Emmy. She's been like the second black woman to win in comedy, I believe, supporting yeah. actress since Jack A. Harry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all know that she was um that they had actually like she was competing for the world for for the role of um in two two seven. Yeah, Jackie I didn't know that. Played. I didn't yeah. know that. Yep. I don't think I could have I could have seen Shirley Rath as what's her, what's no, Cassandra. Cassandra, yeah, I couldn't. I don't think I could have seen Shirley Rath in that role. 
No, I don't think so either because uh, uh-uh. Sandra played that so well. He played that. Jack A played that. But yeah. Up a, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, let's do the check in. I'm going first. Well, I'll go first. Okay. Um, the last, the recently, I have been doing some, some house clean out, and it has been both uh, internal and external. My like the house I live in, and then my 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 emotional house, because I discovered that they're tied together. Mm. And I so I started the project just to just de-junkify some of the space in my house. And in the process, unearthed emotions that went with all that. And so I ended up having to hire a professional organizer. So I'm going to shout out to um, uh, Alexia at Passion Organizing. If you ever need somebody who knows how to move around you and move with you and handle all of the things that go with the stuff that's stuffed in your closets, call her. She did an amazing job. She works with celebrities, with, you know, all kinds of stuff. And she came and helped little old me to get my life together. And I now live in a pretty house. I asked her to make sure that my house looked Pinterest pretty and it is Pinterest pretty. And she really, you know, because I had a lot of stuff in here from my mom with her transition and then a lot of other stuff I've been through over the last few years because I realized when I moved into my house, I, w- I was in chaos because, you know, the day of move-in, the, the guys that were putting in my floors were still here putting in floors and I'm moving in furniture on top of them because they told me it was going to take two weeks and it took them six. Um, so all of those kind of things just stack up. And then it was just one thing after another and one thing after another got pushed in a closet or in a space and it just wasn't comfortable. And Alexia came in with her team and did an amazing job. So if you need to clean out your life, mm. call Alexia at Passion Organizer because I feel like a new woman. Okay, Alexia. Okay. All right, Alexia. Yeah. Okay. And all well over here, I think the, since the last time we recorded, I had a birthday. I'm now 38 years old. Young 38. Yeah. A young 38. I had a little photo shoot that I called 38 That Photo Shoot. Um, and it was very nice, a nice little androgynous shoot that I'm reviewing. I got to review the photos. They'll be out soon. But you can get a little sneak peek if you go to my IG page at John John Fire. That's J-O-N-J-O-H-N-F-Y-A-H on Instagram. You will see it's a little sneak peek. And um, and I'll be releasing the other photos soon. Um, and then just working and um, I'm dating again. Oh, I'm dating again. I got a boyfriend. Uh-oh. Yeah, see, that's what you needed to say. You got a boyfriend. You ain't dating. You've been dating. Yeah. This is right, boyfriend. Right. Yeah. So, you know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. I'm excited for me, too. And so I have gone into a phase of I am not dating. I am unavailable. And it is it is a new feeling. Yeah. Mm, well, you know, I've 
Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm a, I'm I'm optimistic, mm-hmm. but we shall see. What's going on with you, Sabir? What you been up to? Um, me. Um, I I got some a little bit of time off. Um, I'm just been reflecting and uh having some weird dreams. Um, oh. dreaming of uh, I dreamed I was in a bulletproof vest. Hmm. Last night, yeah, I dreamed I was in a bulletproof vest, and when I looked it up, it it stated that I needed to be uh more transparent. Um, it says I am too uh, what's the word? Guarded. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. too guarded. Um, I don't trust anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is true. Um, I have a hard time trusting. So it was saying I gotta uh, I guess um, relieve some of that, like let go. A little bit back off a little bit so that's been on my mind kind of heavy I'm trying to see what direction I should take that you know in and yeah for the most part so I guess I'm just self-reflecting and you know looking at things around me is kind of crazy right now in this world but you know nothing's new under the sun in America um, that is true yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm just taking the time to to, to gather my thoughts and you know, because I, I do want to be you know mentally healthy, if that makes sense. Uh, that makes a perfect sense. We all got to be mentally healthy. That yeah. and yeah. that's kind of what 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 led to my clean out too was you know recognizing that some of that my mess was contributing to the mess in my head, and it was yeah. like if I get get this organized, mm-hmm. then I can start to organize my my mind and all that kind of stuff and and I too realized I have some trust issues that I'm I'm working through so I think it's interesting that we're kind of on that that similar journey because I would have thought that I trusted mm-hmm. and through this process have realized oh no you just trust people as much as you can control them yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's true so yeah I've been I'm working on that mm-hmm and I've also come to the realization that I I do need to seek help. You know, don't be afraid to say, you know, I need help with this. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's what I've been working on. That's been, all that's been going on with me until my next project starts. Cool. So, for today, the, the subject we were going to start off with is about the Chicago Purge. Did you guys get it? opportunity to read up on that mm-hmm. yep John, John said like that. <laughs> why you say it like that jay you want me to start this conversation up yeah go ahead because i think you and i might be on the same brainwave well one of one one way i don't know the one thing i'm gonna do, you know it's a it's, it's very apparent to me that a lot of people I don't know if people had to write research papers anymore. See, right there. There you go. You okay. with me? You are with me. I'm with you. Yes. Here, here, here's the thing, people, and we gotta we gotta do better. Mm-hmm. Please. Because we see something on TikTok. Or read the headline. Or read a headline. <laughs> Maybe dig, dig a little deeper. Go dig deeper, honey. Go to Google. It don't cost you nothing. And when you Google, make sure you there's a certain thing called a reputable source. Primary source verification. Primary source verification, <laughs> reputable source. And I think a lot of young people is sad because they do go 
to TikTok and Twitter and social media for their news. And just mm-hmm. because they listen to somebody that got thousands of followers and whatnot, mm-hmm. that what they saying is true. That is not true. Mm-hmm. I can start a TikTok saying I'm the new queen of England. And it ain't got no truth into it. Mm-hmm. So and it's know, verifiable. We can gotta, look on the internet and you, see that you are not the queen. You are a queen, but not that one. But not that, <laughs> not that one. Okay? You know? But you know that's the world we're in right now. You can be whatever you want to be now. Well, lie about it and get away with it, they say. Is that what you want to do? Is that what you want to do? But I tell people, <laughs> y'all be careful. So when y'all hear stuff like this from Twitter and the and the TM and the the TikTokers, honey, you go and be a, do an independent research, and you see if CNN or some other reputable or something, you find some stuff. So I, I did my little own little digging, and and I and found. Let's tell the people what we're talking about because everybody may oh, not right. be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the TikToks, they calling this the purge of Illinois, of Chicago is about to happen, honey. And what they're talking about really yeah. is that they're about to eliminate cash bail. Yeah, basically. And for the longest of times, a lot of Democrats especially have been like really trying to get cash bails released because, well, abolished because the, because it has really served those who have money. So really, you know, if you commit a crime, you get arrested. And then as soon as your bail posts, if you got the money, you're out. You you out. You come back on your trial. Well, if you don't have the money, you got to stay there. Mm-hmm. Your trial, so you can do the same crime as somebody else, and just because you don't have the financial means to get out, you got to stay in there. Mm-hmm. And so they are going to abolish this whole cash bail system. And so I feel this whole there, there's going to be a purge. I do believe this is just probably started by by Republicans or the conservatives that, that, you know, that always use this crime, 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 fear mongering uh-huh. in order to get votes because that's exactly what they're going to use. And you're going to watch. Now, watch what I say. You Next, you know, prim- primaries, you're going to hear next elections, you're going to hear a lot of Republicans talking about this and, and the Democrats won't, you know, and they've always used this kind of rhetoric. They use this since slavery. You know, the black men are going to rape your daughters and, 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 you know, you need them in jail and incarcerated. And you this is this is what they do. And this is all for nonviolent crimes. These are not like your murderers and your yeah, like you and all this. It's the, yeah. the petty drug that the crimes and petty theft and, you know, yeah. people, dr- uh, you know, uh, car accidents and, and, you know, parking tickets. Yeah, driving uninsured. And- yeah, stuff that like. You don't need to be in prison. We don't need to be spending our money keeping people in prison because they, they, you know, they, they did, they were driving under the influence. Now, if they killed somebody, that's a different story. And but those are that's not who we're talking about with this cash bond issue because you, you know, the cash bond won't even be available for somebody that commits murder. Commits murder, exactly, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, so yeah, and if and even though like and this is already all this is already happening because for yeah. and for like maybe like gang members who actually have the funds, they have been doing shit and getting bailed out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're back on the streets until mm-hmm. so this is already happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
but just because now that the cash bail is going away, so you, you think about the people who are going, who really don't want this to happen, like the bondsmen, they don't want this. Hell they're, no. they're they're losing money. Yeah. They're gonna have to get up out of there. They got to get up out of there because nobody's coming to them to help up and pay money to get people out of jail for them. Mm-hmm. So that's my two cents about it. I don't really, I don't really see this as a, as a big con- concern. I get how some people are saying that, oh wow, well people are going to do crimes now and know they're not going to go to jail, and so they're going to, you know, and all and and, and all that. You know, I don't know. We might see an increase in crime. We might not. I don't think it's going to be something on the on the level of the movie Purge. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be on that level of shit. People in Chicago have been living in the Purge. This Speak that. Oh, sure. you know, so it ain't nothing new to them because they've been living in Iraq. Right. So, um, so don't use that as an example because they're already there. So that's my thoughts. Okay. What about you, Melanie? Yeah, he said everything I wanted to say because I, my thought is ignorance is dangerous yeah. and it is more dangerous than than a serial killer because people are out here spreading this and then it's going to cause fear among people. It's going to cause unnecessary. fear. Yeah, it's going to cause fear. It's going to cause more petty crimes. It, it, you know, it's still going to cause something, of course. I mean, this is America. Well, I don't think it's going to cause crime. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go against that. I think that it's going to cause people to be more fearful and be, uh, the, you know, this this it, it, it's going to cause people to um, arm themselves unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, again, these are people that didn't do any any harm to anybody. Well, major harm. And we're trying to write an injustice. And in the writing of the injustice, people are taking it way too far because it's like, you don't need to be worried about this person. This person didn't do anything that would go cause any any scourge on society. Okay, they sold a little weed on the corner. Okay, well, weed is legal in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So well, what y'all talking about? That you want to keep them in jail just because? So those are the kind of things that I think people... You know, like like John John said, get some primary source verification and then be be upset. It, it you know, if you are you know conservative and you think that every person that has committed even the most minor crime deserves a, to be in the penitentiary, okay, well then that's your opinion. But the reality is, these people have done minor crimes, and I'm not excusing crime. Crime is wrong. I stand yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. But if the the if the crime that you did doesn't warrant you staying in prison until your trial date, like, okay, so let's say I sold some weed on the corner. All right, do I need to be in prison with killers? No. No. I stole some money. Do I need to be in prison with killers? Just because I don't have money to get get out. So that's that's what I'm looking at. And I just think that as a society, we have to do better. Like we have just gone down a, a, a path of fear and ridiculousness without education. And it it bothers me because I think that that is what leads us to, to some devastating, you know, um, scenarios, you know, and if we have time, I'm gonna get on my soapbox about this new Apple release. Cause I, 
I got issues. Okay. <laughs> well, before you get on that soapbox, let me just read this. I did because I, I listened at justthenews.com. And so, of course, we already know that that in Jan in January, um, they plan on abolishing the cash bail for almost every offense. So those offenses, they do include second degree murder, kidnapping, armed robbery, drug induced homicide, threatening a public official and aggravated DUI. Um, the offenders who are released on electronic monitoring must be in violation for 48 hours before the officer can respond. Um, um, so they said, so there are saying that people could almost drive to Alaska before they can go look for them. Mm. Um, under this new law, a judge will decide whether a suspect qualifies for pretrial release. Okay. So I will say that, yes, we are talking about serious offenses. Okay. And yes, and it does say that the judge will be able to to see to to to, to determine if a if a person is can be released file. Mm -hmm. Okay, but again, as I said before, this system has always been in place. Okay, so if you if you did commit any of those offenses and the judge set a bail for you, you could bail out if you had the money. So even if you did kidnap somebody and they set you a bail at $100,000, people have been getting out if they have the money to do so. So it doesn't mean that they're going to get out and start kidnapping again. That's just the way the, that's, that's just the way the legal system is set up. Right. It's set up. If you did those, if you did it and they, and they gave you a bail, no matter how much it is, a bump, what, whatever, you could get out. So I say that all to say that I do get the concern that some people are having about this, but I also get that this has always been in place. Mm -hmm. Nothing new. It's just that now you're going to have people out. Then you might have someone out that might be of a lower income state uh, income class. And, and it's crazy that this generation is so hype about it. Like it's it it just so like. Oh my God! You know, I, I should move to Chicago. <laughs> well, also because they're being told by content creators to to, to hype about this. To hype about. It. Yeah. The only one winning of this is going to be conservative Republicans um, that are going to you know use this for their campaigns. Yeah. Um, and to say that this is a Democrat, this is what they want to do. You know, we know that crime is on the rise everywhere. Pretty much. It is. Um. So you know. We also got these Kia boys in Atlanta now. Kia boys? Mm -hmm. They're driving Kias? What are they doing? They still in the Kias. They take a, a iPhone charger. Um, and this is not me. This is not threesome podcast. People drive Kias still? Yes, oh, shit. Yes, they do. Oh. They're actually pretty nice, the new ones. For real? <laughs> I I'm talking about they nice, nice. I ain't seen a kid and I don't know how long. Oh, man, I look them up. <laughs> I love how people come up and then they don't remember. I know, right? I know. I mean, I, I drive a Hyundai. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't came up. I just ain't never seen no, I ain't heard seen nobody talk about no kid in a very long time. Oh, man. Look <laughs> the new models up, John John. I ain't going front. Them things is nice. Okay, I'll check them out. They sick. But yeah, they're taking iPhone chargers, mm -hmm. popping to push the starts and, you know, taking it and finding a way to attach it to the ignition to start the car. It only takes about two minutes. 
They've been doing it for doing it for a while, I believe, in Detroit. Or... And what I say about Apple? Yeah. <laughs> you ain't gonna talk about Apple, honey. Apple is don't don't do that. Right, Apple. Mm. Apple ain't got nothing to do with that. It's they taking the iPhone. Apple made the iPhone. They took the, the iPhone charger. Okay. I mean, you got to call the person who thought of that is genius. I th- I just think he should have took a different approach. <laughs> but it was genius for him to think of that. Melanie, with all the shit Android selling for y'all, <laughs> selling y'all entire information and data, honey, to everybody in this child, please. Well, the iPhone is about the the iPhone fourteen is about to is mm-hmm. is the is the next step towards the um uh what's that what's that show um the Handmaid's Tale mm-hmm. because the the new iPhone I, I saw this the other I, week I know what you're talking about where they said that they have um this new technology is for mm-hmm. it's part of their fitness app mm-hmm. stuff and and let's be clear. I have an iPhone for work, and I, I so I have I am and I do see the benefit. So I'm 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 being slowly molested into the iPhone world. Ooh, However, let's use a different word. I right? Yeah, yeah. Use something else. No, <laughs> but being slowly molested is. Yeah, yeah. Our fan base don't use that kind of verb vocabulary. Yeah, that's a little deep. <laughs> we don't want to be slowly molested, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you there, Melanie? I'm being forced to succumb. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Forced to some, forced to come. You being no, forced? No, to come? <laughs> Who forcing you to come? That awesome. I wish somebody was forcing me to come now. <laughs> <laughs> but the you know the the part of the health app you know they're talking about they um. You know, you track track all the wonderful things, your heart rate and your blood pressure and, you know, how many steps and all that good stuff. But in the midst of that, they have this thing in there where it tracks your, your menstrual cycle. And, you know, do, do women really need their menstrual cycles up on the cloud so, you know, big brother can see it? Because I just feel like that's the next step. You know, we, we banned abortion. Now we're going to check, check people's... Um, menstrual flow and figure out when they're supposed to be having having their cycle so that we can continue to make babies with these women and make them unable to have abortions and then they have to they have to succumb to all of the 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 stuff that the the society is putting on them mm-hmm. so i'm 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 not a proponent so any woman that gets that Apple Watch that comes with the iPhone 14 is crazy. Or she need to be over 50. Wait. First off, I will say this is a this is a voluntary. You don't have to opt in to do the cycle tracking and sell in your administration and all that good stuff. Okay. Yeah. I will say that there are many other apps that do the same thing that women are using. And they are doing exactly what you're saying, Melanie. They are. I, I understand. And as soon as the uh, and, and and as soon as that abortion got abolished, many women got rid of those apps because that is yeah. the first way that you can be tracked. And the reason why Apple is doing this now is because see, Apple does not sell information. Every app on your Android phone sells your information. That is true. Apple does not sell 
their information. And if you if you watch, well, for those of us who have Apple, they actually gave us a, a whole commercial, a whole video explaining this and explaining the privacy of it Lord. and how that and, and that your information will never be sold. It's not anywhere to be accessible. That's why that's why businesses use Apple phones, because Apple phones are so well protected that they that's why businesses and companies just like your your company Melanie gave you an iPhone because they, <laughs> your iPhone is secure. Android is not secure. And so I am going to advocate for this because it's past time that women are able to have something that can benefit them and their health that is a safe way to do so. Mm-hmm. us men we got what well, we got chewable viagra now you know there's a lot of science going on to help men with whatever needs that we have women are out here now they are being successful they are running businesses they're trying to take over the world and they need to have access to their information to their health so they can make the choices that are best for them now i agree with that part but I still am not comfortable um, with the concept that my phone is going to be tracking that given kind of the climate that we live in. Right. And, and when I say, I, I, I think, you know, people need to get rid of all of those apps, but. And I get it. That's yeah. Why. I mean, it's just too scary. Yeah, they're not forcing people. And I get that. And I, t- and I totally get it. They're not forcing women to, to do this. But I will, I do believe that Apple is giving women who do, because we, we do operate this technology thing. We do our reminders on, on phones. We, we do everything on these damn phones now. Our phones have become an extension of our life and help us to really do so much. I mean, they, even, they are even releasing a prescription um reminder medicine reminder now feel within apple so we do not have to use those apps to help us remember when to take prescriptions because we're going to be able to use our our iphone which we know is protected so that is the reason why apple is coming out with all of these things that they know their users are using and we don't have to put an app on our phone because face it Many of us are not reading when we download an, an, an app and it's telling you flat out what they're what they're going to do with your information. But nobody really goes through and read all of that. Right. right. But Apple is pretty much telling you we're not selling your, your info. We have no access to it. Even when people are committing crimes, the government has to drop has, has to jump through so many loops to get the information in Apple to give them <laughs> that information. Yeah. And a lot of times Apple has said no, and they and they have received real big backlash because there have been like real big crimes that they have not been able to get Apple to cooperate and hand over messages and things like that because that is why people come to them. Yeah. Not only that, they have a automatic button if you're in danger now. Yeah. You just hit it and, and you'll get help. You'll get help. Yeah. Crash alert. That's on. That's on. Like, Technology is growing older with us. My friend Anita, oh my God, her her watch told her, like, told her that she's improving on her her on her walking, and that she's no longer a risk for falling. 
like it's been tracking that she's been <laughs> unstable in her walk. <laughs> like it's, these are things that are going to help us as we age, and we still are be are 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 independent. If I fall out, I can press a button on my watch, and it will send help. It actually can detect if I've fallen, and will send help. You know, there's a crash alert in the 14 too, and and the and the um new the the new watch. If you're in your car and you have a crash, it will immediately call for emergency help. Mm-hmm. See, that's too much scary for me. And I get it. It's very Black Mirrorish, if, if for especially for for generations who have never had this level of technology. I totally get it. But if I if I would trust any app. Our technology with this information, it would be Apple. Mm-hmm. Shout outs to Tim Cook and rest in peace, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, they were brilliant, but I, I think brilliance goes too far sometimes. It's scary. I, I, I get it. I don't think we should be scared. I think if, again, change is good. Change is good. Yeah. Change is good. And I want women to be empowered. I want women to be to have that control and know, you know, because women are now are, you know, career professionals and everything. And they, they want to be able to plot and plan their ovulations and their pregnancy, their, you know, cycles and everything. They need to know so they can keep moving. I agree 100%. And so give them something safe that, that can do that. Or they can, or they can just use a pen and paper, I guess. You know, See, and that out—that was where I was going. But, I mean, you know, you get you a, a, a annual calendar, one of them little pocket ones, and you just start circling and, and, and writing and drawing lines. You know, but we also know that's human error. We know that. We, I mean, you, we, me, and you both work in HR tech technology. We yeah. could do the work with our paper, but we also know we'll fuck it up. That's true. That we <laughs> be invest in technology to handle all that HR related stuff, and we live by the motto: the less human interference, the better. Yeah. But I, I don't think that that should apply to the human. <laughs> but it's human resources, <laughs> right? <laughs> and we use technology <laughs> because we know the less human interference, the better. People are not committed. We are not to be trusted. That's why even with birth control, women, y'all, y'all know y'all when taking them pills regularly, y'all forget. Yeah. <laughs> um, not when I had to take the pill, trust. I ain't never miss a day. Right. <laughs> nope. You, you're, you're right. I don't know about women. All I know is about my supplements. And I know, hey, I did I take my vitamin a day? I don't know if I did or not. So it's like I know me. Your vitamin is nice. But the thought that I might have to have a baby and pay for it for 18 years and have it come out of my body and all of the things that go with it, I think any woman that's committed to not having a baby, if she got to take the pill, all right. I mean, and there's so many women that can't, and I understand all of those things. There's so many other issues that go with this. My, My thing is I just don't necessarily want my phone tracking me in this day and age like i don't keep my location services on on my phone that's why my my iphone does not go with me everywhere yeah Mm -mm. Yeah, that droid is telling on you right the droid don't go everywhere that that droid be telling on you everybody 
Mm-hmm. It ain't telling on me. It might be telling on somebody. I don't know how to use it well enough for it to tell. <laughs> so Troy told us you was at Bendy Flex yesterday. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I need to be bending and flexing. Troy yeah. be telling us. Let me look. You got an elevated heart rate. Mm-hmm. Tell you some some supplements for it. Yep. Well, yeah. now, so it, yeah, the droid does do that. Well, I was just in, uh, I had uh, a friend over and we were talking about um, Lord and Taylor, the store. And I hadn't mentioned Lord and Taylor in forever. And then I opened up my phone two days later and there's an ad for Lord and Taylor. Right, right. Yeah. It ain't yeah. even two days later now for me. It'd be up like five minutes later. Yeah. I'm like, how did it hear me say that? But it's the ad. But again, it's that thing I told you about how, like, when you put apps on your phone, Instagram does that. And they tell you that. I've had many conversations with my friend Jalise or I'm on Amazon or some shit. I go to Instagram and I see the ad for the same thing we were just talking about. Because in, when you put that app on your phone, you give it permission yeah. to your speaker, right. to your camera. Or if you stop and look at a post for a long time, you yes. know, it's got the algorithm and it's, it's letting them know, like, oh, she yes. likes this or something about this, you know, had her interest in. So we got to make more of these. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, you was hearing what I said in my house. Yeah, because yeah. you do, do you one of those um, Google voice boxes. No. You got, okay. Yeah, because I know I have a Google voice, well, and I say, hey, to every time I say, hey, Google, that bitch say, what's up? Yep, Alexa so that, too. That means that bitch listening to me every time I talk. Alexa too. Yep. Waiting for me to say, hey Google, or hey Alexa, or hey. Yep. She gonna spit. So every time I talk, she perk up. Even though I don't know she perking up, she perking up because when I say hey Google with the quickness, she's like, what's up? Ugh. <laughs> yeah, no. Mm-mm. Can't have that in my house either. Man, you know, but remember, I well, you might not know, but through this purge process, I just let go of my 1984 slimline phone. So, yeah, I don't do I don't do technology in my house. Mm -hmm. I was born in 84. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was damn near grown in 84. And that phone was like you probably haven't even ever seen that phone. I probably haven't. Mm-mm. He said I probably have. I think I seen that phone. Yeah. You may and have. it had to go. Yeah, the flip and the the slim and the yeah. They trying to bring the flip back out. <laughs> What'd you say, Sabir? They trying to bring, uh, bring the flip phone back out. But this no, this was a re- uh, like a phone you plug into the wall, not not a, not a cellular phone. Oh. <laughs> You plug it in the wall. I know about the ones in the car. Oh, see? Yeah. <laughs> this was a plug-in-the-wall phone. Uh-oh, wow. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, you know, those little things that you, that you, uh, it, it used to look like uh, the Ethernet cable. Mm. That That's what we used to use for a phone. And you plug it into the wall, and there's a, there's an actual telephone and you walk around your house on the telephone. I know that. I ain't mm-hmm. that. I ain't that young. Yeah, I've, I've, I remember them phones. Mm-hmm. I remember the phone. I remember the cord phone. I had I had one of them shoe Cordless. phones. Cordless. I, I, I had a shoe phone. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. those. Remember them? Uh-huh. I remember the rotaries, too. I had a rotary. 
I remember the cordless phone. Oh, Had to bash that page button, honey. You know, you got too far. Man, I miss the chirp phone, though. Man, I used to love that phone. What phone? The chirp. Chirp, chirp. Where you oh, at? The chirp phone. Mm. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, me and my friend, we always go through memory lane and stuff. Yeah. Re, you know, how we, we moved from the, the um like, the little chat line. Yeah. To, like, the actual sites now. Yep. Chat room. And, you know, it's just so crazy. The chat rooms were more interesting because, like, you talked to a wider variety of people. Yeah, yeah. It was more fun, too. Like. And so risky, especially yeah. when we were on the phone. Mm-hmm. We didn't see people. Yeah. You couldn't even see them people, but you never heard nobody, you know, getting beat up or raped. Yeah. Because the world wasn't as crazy then. Or catfish. Can you believe catfish. people still catfish? I just heard of a... So, I did not know that people were catfishing before there was the internet. Mm-hmm. But I just heard a story uh, the other day. One of my girlfriends was saying that her best friend in high school um, was a guy. He was... He was um, He was catfishing like gangsters and dope dealers in LA like pretending to be a girl and like getting them to send him money and all this kind of stuff it was it was crazy Mm. crazy yeah and this was back in the time where you know you all you had was the phone or you know sending somebody uh like an actual letter Mm -hmm. and that's what that he was getting all kinds of money from these dudes Man, should I got catfish before it was a thing? Really? Yeah, I got catfish too, man. Like on the internet? A good five months. <laughs> like this was during MySpace times. Hey, the girl, she put up a whole profile of her actual cousin, and she got me good. Wow! Like, I flew out there and everything. My friends back in Philly know this whole story, but yeah. Put myself in jeopardy, flew all the way out to Florida. And she turned out to be like about, you know, 275, almost 300 pounds. She wasn't even the girl I thought she was. Mm. All the way in Florida. (laughs) Did you still hit it? Mm, Nah. So it's like, uh, no. It's too many layers of incorrect, and it wasn't even about what she looked like. It was like, oh no, but but this bitch is crazy. Yeah, I was, I was so upset, man. And during that time, I'm, you know, my mental was all the way off, man. I wanted to kill her. Ooh. Yeah, I, I well, was. Thank God you did not. Uh, no, I was actually told I would have got away with it at that time, under the circumstances. But yeah, that that that, that messed me up, man. Ooh. Well. Trust right issues. there is why you got trust issues. And if you got no other reason, that's enough. <laughs> Man, it, it just, you know, expanded them. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's well, worse. Huh? I was like, well, speaking of catfish, are y'all excited to see the Little Mermaid? Not me. <laughs> well, I've I, 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 I heard people be all excited. Why should I be excited? I, I haven't found a reason yet. I like the old mermaid. <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't watch the old mermaid. I like the old one, but yeah. I mean, I mean, if it's gonna be better than the, the original, then I'm down. Well, she brown, you know. 
I mean, I heard I mean, that's as you said at the top of the of the top of the show. When are we gonna stop being excited over black people getting stuff, brown okay. people getting stuff? Right, because I do feel like you know we got a lot of black people. You know, I do love that we have a lot of things out there now. We have so much out there now that we can be critical. Yeah, and like back in the day, we couldn't really be critical about mm-hmm. black shit that we didn't have much. But now we have so many shows, so many movies now. Thank God that we can be critical now. And um, you know, I do see the the excitement about it, but that part of your world did not did not make move me. Like I've seen people be moved by mm-hmm. her saying Holly saying um part of your world. It didn't move me. Didn't it didn't it didn't soften you up at all? It didn't soften me up at all. <laughs> Boys, you know, I mean I mean and I'm and I'm kind of stereotypical. You know, because I'm like, hey, if I if my era gonna be black, I want my era to be black. Mm-hmm. Need to be uh, doing runs up under that water. Oh damn! I need I need to hear that voice. You know, I need to I need to hear it, honey. I don't want her to be screaming like Jennifer Hudson. But <laughs> now we don't need to be starting no tsunamis under the sea. But I could at least have a little, you know, a little runs or something, you know, <laughs> something. You know, but yeah, she just, but, but she's going to be, but she's like the right voice that I think, you know, the white audience, they'll be like, oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's real nice. We like that, you know. And, and I, respect all that. I respect all that, but when are we going to get our restitution money? Long after I'm gone. That, whatever it's called. We, when are we going to get that money? <laughs> They were talking about it for a little bit and then it kind of like faded. Because they can't afford it anymore. Do you know how much 40 acres would cost? Well, I don't want But they sent money to Ukraine. Shit. <laughs> but they're not getting ready to spend, spend that on no color people. That's sure. that, and that's crazy. Yeah, that, that ain't going to happen. You might as well forget. Yeah, that. let that go. <laughs> Get about reparations. Yeah, we can we can get we can get our some other kind of way, but that's not gonna happen. <laughs> she said, it "Ain't gonna happen." Okay, mm-hmm. and you say you won't you won't you won't reparations until they dig into your family lineage and find out that your family had slaves. Slaves too, right? <laughs> Pretty much. And see, I know mine did. I mean, all right, black yeah. Probably all of us families probably had. Mm-hmm. I'm reading this book now. Uh, I forgot. I don't have it over here, but it was it's, it's talking about. Um, the black slave owners. Oh, and mine weren't even black slave owners. They were white. Oh, what's he? And that too. Well, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I know. That's I, how we got our last name. I know I got some master's blood up in here, but mm-hmm. yeah, your black. Well, I can't even say your last name, but yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. That it. That and it. It was because they didn't know their owners real name they had always called him Massa White. And so there you go. There she goes. She put it out there herself. She put it mm-hmm. I didn't say it. Yeah, I, and I, I noticed that you didn't and I was like, oh no, no, no. It, it, otherwise everybody be confused. Yeah. But that is, that's it. So they'd be going on your page. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, I shut my Facebook down. So. Oh, you shut your Facebook down? Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah. I, I rarely go over there now. I, well, I, I I needed some I need you know to do all of this introspective work. I needed quiet. 
Yeah, you mm-hmm. gotta you know, to be quiet, you have to quiet everything that makes noise in your world. Yeah. So I got rid of my cable. I did all kinds of different things. Got off social media and really went in. And you know, I may I may tip back on on Facebook every now and again because there you know there there are people that I only communicate through with through Facebook and that you know. So it's like okay, let me tip on there and make sure that I wish so and so a happy birthday or something. But yeah, I'm 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 switching some things up. I applaud you because that is so hard to do. Oh, it is extremely hard, but there is an app on my on my Android that tells me how much time I spend on on social media, and I was spending like twenty four to thirty hours a week on social media, and eight to ten hours a day, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah. So now I'm down to like three hours, including responding to text messages and looking up stuff on Google. So that makes me feel a whole lot better. Oh, Apple has that built in too. Yeah, yeah Apple has that because she tried to do the Android clap. Yeah. Melanie, anything you can do, we can do better. Yes, yes, for sure. I can do anything better than you. <laughs> and if we don't, and if we can't do it, because we don't want to. Mm. Uh-huh, yes. Mm-hmm. What, Alpha? Man, but I really, you guys inspire me, man. The fact that you can stay off social media is 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 amazing. And the fact that John John, I think when our last episode was taking a, a break from oh. um drinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those this small things, man, they mean a lot. You got to take a time out. You got to take time out sometimes. Yeah. Don't let nothing control you. I don't want nothing to control me. Right, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and Melanie make a great thing because you know we do give a lot of time to screens, yes, social media to, um, you know, I mean, I and now that I've started journaling a lot more now, um, I notice it because I'm writing a journal and I'm like, what the hell did I, what the hell did I, I do today? Watch five hours of Snowfall, mm-hmm. you know, like damn, mm-hmm. I ain't even got shit to tell my journal that I did. <laughs> Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I try to tell my wife the same thing. Exactly. That's why sometimes with journaling, it's like now it's like I gotta go do stuff so I can have something I can put in my journal. Mm-hmm. And I got that from Jennifer Lewis. Shout out Jennifer Lewis if you're listening. Hey Jenny, I love you. I love Jennifer Lewis. I, y'all go get her latest audio book. Well, her latest book, I love the audio book version that she reads it herself. It's called mm-hmm. Walking in My Joy. I love that woman. Oh, walking. I, is this the book where she talks about her struggle with her mental illness? Oh, she talked about that in both of them. No, she has two books out. One is oh, okay. mm. that was her first one. And then this one is called Walking in My Joy. Um, you know, Jennifer Lewis. Okay, Jennifer. Jennifer Lewis, one N. J-E-N-I-F-E-R Lewis. She was on the Breakfast Club recently talking about the book. Um, there's a really good interview she did on Quest Love's podcast. Oh, yes. Oh my God. It's a two-parter. It's a two-parter. Now she cusses up, she cusses up a storm. Now she cusses. Um, and she's a little manic because you know she is bipolar. So she is a little manic, but she speaks truth. And I I just love Jennifer Lewis. I really do. Mm. I'm growing to love her. I didn't like her for a long time, but when she got on um, Blackish, that was when she started to really like her and like the role that she played. 
And then recently when she got her walk on uh, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yes. And realizing who she is and what she's been through when she talked, I was like, you know what? I I did I didn't understand I didn't understand her so I could I didn't like her appearance rubbed me the wrong way but it was because she was dealing with her own stuff and yes. as a younger woman I didn't understand that but now I'm like mm -hmm, I get it yes very accomplished woman too like I, I definitely would suggest starting with Black Mother of Hollywood Jessie that's pretty much her memoir and just all she's been through this little poor girl from Kenlock, Missouri peeing peeing over a hole shitting outside you mm -hmm. know and doing shows in her community right. so and from where she went and then from Broadway to one woman shows to dancing back up for Bette Midler she was one of one of the Bette Midler's girls and and then all of the the shows that she's been in movies and things and whatnot like she really has a success story um and she's an alpha female too so i think you'll appreciate that melanie she is a she is an alpha female um never had kids got had a whole bunch of sex and she talks about it mm. <laughs> see that's the problem see i missed out like i am yeah. an alpha female but i missed out on my on my on my alphaness because i was also trying to be a good girl yeah. and realized that shit that, that those two things don't come together yeah, well, she was a sex addict. She doesn't say that. She doesn't admit that. She was a sex addict, bi bipolar. You know, she's advocate. she advocates therapy. She's been in therapy for 30-something years. And, you know, there's a lot to her life. Now, yes, she is manic. Like, when you hear her talk, you will hear her. She is very out there. But I love me some Jennifer Lewis. Okay, all right. I see her background up here on IDMB. Oh, honey. Oh, she, oh. She, okay. Yeah, so me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I did see her in Blackish as well. Voiceovers. She's voiceover. Yeah. Cartoons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for animations. She's that. She, yeah. Yeah. She stays working. I, I respect her hustle. Stays working. I think she's in her late or mid 60s now. I think she's 65, 64. You know, and she's been journaling since she was in the seventh grade. Mm -hmm. and that's why Me she too. Uh, you too yeah See, okay. i think you'll like her go yeah check out black mother of hollywood i suggest getting the audiobook because she reads them herself and it's just that she has so much personality that it's easy to just listen to her talk um but yeah but i think you'll you would appreciate her she, i think about you when she because she is an alpha female um she recently did have a situation where she trusted a guy um and he found he ended up being a con artist. Wow. Yeah, that she finally was, you know, she was saying that she was ignoring those voices and she was going to try to be a little softer and, you know, actually have a man in her life and all of that. And it nigga turned out to be a con artist. Been there. See, I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. 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 But it's it's just a beautiful Beautiful story, and after re and yeah, after getting Black Mother of Hollywood and walking in my joy, um, she needs to do a one woman show. And if she did, I'd be I'd be there. And she's well traveled. Oh, she's traveled everywhere. Mm, okay, let me go give Jennifer another another look. Yes, give her another look. Give her another look. Shout outs to Jennifer Lewis and Alexia. Is that a name, Melanie? 
Yes, Alexia Ford with Passion Organizing. Yeah, yeah, man. Before we wrap this thing up, any uh last minute news? I do want to give a um a shout out to to Rock's family, PNB Rock, Rakim, real name, who was uh gunned down, robbed in LA. Um, sad thing. I did I did know him um back in Philly um before he blew up. And it is it, that was sad. I just can't believe it's like He's such a good guy. He's not even a gangster. It's just sad when, you know, the good people are just getting killed, just getting murked out here. Y'all got to get out that lifestyle. Yeah. Y'all got to get out of that. Leave that alone. Yeah. Park over there. And he wasn't even in the lifestyle. Just the fact that he wanted, he chose to wear his chain that he paid for and worked hard for in the hood. It's just, you stop, know. Stop taking your shit around po folk too. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now, that is the truth. That's a mess, yeah. and that's what. And people have been saying, telling people that shit. They become rappers and they get this shit, and they go back to the poor people. Yeah, what man. What they gonna do? Got a Rolex on in a room full of vultures. Right. Yeah, it's sad. Right. Don't take your shit back there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, just praying for his family right now. Any last minute news for you guys? Nope. Nothing nothing last minute, no news. Um n- nope. I'm good over here. You good? All right, yeah, she off social media, so that's she's doing more than good. You tell mm-hmm. I, like I'm finding so much more time to do stuff and yeah. like I got my whole little craft room put together, so I'm getting ready to start a sewing project. So yeah, I used to say I didn't have any time, and now I'm like, oh, I got a lot of time. Right, so right. yeah. Now, Melanie, I don't want no mittens for Christmas, man. Don't mean don't be over there. <laughs> well, yeah, no, uh-uh, no. <laughs> mittens and stars. Yeah, I don't want no mittens either, Melanie. No, <laughs> trust and believe. That is not my ministry. I'm trying to make some, some, you know, because I, I, you know, I'm sure, you know, I mean, y'all know I've gone through this whole weight loss, body transformation thing. And I am now at a place where I am too short for like regular clothes and I'm too small for plus size clothes, but regular sizes don't fit because my, the top half of my body is, you know, like fitting in small to medium clothes and the bottom half of my body is still large. So yeah, right. See, no, I have, I have the opposite problem. (laughs) (laughs) My top half is a large. But it's easier to dress that because my sister is like that and she she can put clothes on off the rack because, you you know, you can always just buy a bigger top and let it be a little blousy. But finding stuff for, you know, these thighs and this badonkadonk is, is more than a notion. And so, yeah, I'm like, I'm just going to make me some clothes that fit the, the short, short curvy girl. Well, nothing new over here. Y'all go follow me on IG, John John Fire, J O N J O H N F Y A H. Be on the lookout for the upcoming photos from my 38th that photo shoot. Um, also, Beyond Your Horizon, you know, I be I, I release episodes when I feel like it now. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond Your Horizon and the IG page for that is go underscore Beyond Your Horizon. Go check that out. And um, yeah. And that's that's how you live in the flow. I live yeah. in the flow. I don't try to force nothing. Yeah, yeah. 
Hey, man, it's OG underscore Y-U-N-G-1 on IG. Also, hit me up. I'm on a little break right now. Hit me up all in the details. Call me. I'll do your car right. Time to get it clean, man. We're still hot out here in Georgia. I got you. John John? All in the details. Yeah, I love how he be right on point. <laughs> do, do you need a water source or do you do, 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 do you have water yourself? I, I do need a water source, but I'm sure we can always work something out. Work that out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So you can be slowly molested to yeah. all, all in the day. <laughs> you are wrong. Yeah. What's that? I'm being slowly molested. Hey, man, that's what you said to Apple, dude. He slowly molested you. Uh. <laughs> That's what it feels like. But calling all in the details is not slow molestation. That's a choice. Right, right. Facts. <laughs> hey, man, we thank y'all for listening, man. The Melanie G, now you want to tell them where they can find you at? No. Oh. <laughs> she on one tonight. <laughs> they can always find me on IG at Melanie underscore G net. That's Melanie underscore G N E T T E. Hey man, you heard it here. Threesome podcast. This is our catch up episode. Also, thank you all the listeners for listening. We love y'all. We out of here. We out. <laughs> Bye. Seventy twenty three. Yeah.